What's up, beautiful people? I'm Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sammy Sheva. And welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast, a show where we explore the infinite complexities of the human experience. We do not endorse anything illegal. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious chimps. Okay, so, um, welcome. All right, well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Sammy, me and Chanel go way back. You know how many years? What was yeah. it? Was it like 17 years? I think it was like 17 years. Like, I, we were in elementary school together. <laughs> yeah. Wow, way yeah. more than half your life. Yeah, like the development years. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? It's wild. Yeah, it's really wild. I feel so old just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why do we how bring that are, up? How old are you? I'm, I'm, uh, I actually, it's my birthday today. Oh my God, happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> Thank you. That's I'm, so funny. Uh, I just turned 14 hugs from social distancing hugs. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hug my camera. <laughs> 30, 30, 30. 32. Do I look 22 okay. in my face? My mom says I look like a teenager still. I'm like. You do, okay. you, you do look young. Yeah, it's those baby cheeks. That's it. If I shave, I suddenly look like 21 again. That's for sure. But I'm just, just like sporting the quarantine look. I'm like just letting I'm it haunting. all grow out. Yeah. That's it. I'm haunting it in front of your your lovely vault. I'm just like, hmm. So, Embrace it. So just to bring That's a little it. introduction, uh, Chanel, like we've known each other right. for a long time. We haven't spoken often, but yeah. recently no. I saw on Instagram your story which is kind of new which you'll get into but yeah um yeah so when i saw that i was just yeah. instantly like inspired i mean you were diagnosed with hodgkin's mm -hmm. lymphoma and yes i was diagnosed on february 13th 2020 hmm. with hodgkin's lymphoma i had been feeling sick for a long time and suddenly i just got so sick that i was a rushed to the emergency and I thought what I thought was bronchitis ended up being cancer so yeah I was a Whoa. it was a big shock yeah okay definitely yeah and it's pretty fresh too February is not long ago wow it, it hasn't it's hasn't been very long but it feels like so long ago wow. honestly I have to say it does feel like a really long time a long time ago yeah because I had to go through like so much since then. So it's been it's been a roller coaster, but wow. honestly, throughout everything, I have to say that I've learned like such so much, so much like positive things have came came from this. So I'm really grateful about that. Yeah, wow, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. I can't imagine. I guess everything gets into perspective once you get news like that. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I had, like I said, I had been sick for like a really long time. It, I knew there was something wrong. Like it had been maybe, probably I'd say, mm, not minimum nine months that I that I started to feel sick. Okay. So, like honestly, that's one message that I always want to like tell everyone is 
always listen to your body and like don't think that just one opinion is like the right opinion get many opinions and if you believe and you feel something in your heart and like in your body like Mm. don't let that don't put that to rest you know until you you find out like the real truth well yeah you said like um you were feeling sick for like eight nine months before like what were you feeling it was just so it started off by, okay, I had been on vacation, like, to see my dad. Um, he lives in North Carolina. So I went there for a week uh, or two weeks, I think, in March, last March. Okay. And when I went there, I realized that my skin had, like, broken out in a rash for some reason. Like, it was really weird for, like, one week. And then it went away. And it was like a reaction to something, but I never really knew what it was. So then I came back, I came back from uh, vacation. And after vacation, I started to just feel like completely like tired. Like I would sleep all night. I would sleep 11 hours. Like I could never get enough sleep, guys. Like I literally slept so much. Um... I can never get enough sleep. I was going to school. Like I had a like super active lifestyle. So basically I was going to school full time at Concordia and business. And I was working as well full time, like packed schedule. I literally had no time for myself. I was always on the go. So I thought maybe also it could have been my, my lifestyle too. The fact that I was always like so fast paced. And sometimes I would wake up and I wouldn't eat until like, 1 p.m. or something like that because you know I was like always on in a rush and I wasn't like taking the time for my like to take care of myself Mm. so I thought that maybe it was because of that but then I tried to like eliminate everything like all the possibilities so I started eating better and I started sleeping more and like it just didn't make a difference it just kept on getting worse and worse like and I was the second thing was that I started to lose weight, like a lot of weight. So I was like 127. And by the time I was diagnosed, I was 112. Wow. I had lost like, yeah. So like, and, and no matter how much I ate, like I just kept on losing weight. I just kept on losing weight. I think that that was one of the biggest things that like made me feel really like sad I'm really sick is the fact that like I had no control over my body anymore. Like no matter what I put into my body, like my nutrients and everything, like all the fruits and vegetables I was eating, the exercise I was doing, it didn't help. It just didn't help. It just felt like there was something inside of me that was just sucking the life out of me. Like that's, that's the best way that, that I could explain how I was feeling like sucking the energy out of me and sucking the nutrients out of me. Wow. Like that's the best best way that I could explain the whole situation. Yeah. And I was really I was really eager to find out like what was wrong. So I made an appointment with my family doctor and I actually my my uh, my family's family like I didn't have a family doctor at that point. Okay. But I went to my mom's family doctor. And, um, I went in and he told me he, he did a whole bunch of blood tests and we seen the results of the blood tests. I went in 
for the blood test. Uh, no, not for the blood test. To like examine the results of the blood test for the follow up. And uh, he was like, oh, looking at the paper, like, no, I don't really see anything that's wrong here. You know, like mm. there's nothing wrong. I think you just need to eat more. Like that's what everybody was telling me. Just eat more. Like you're skinny, like just eat, yeah. you know. But you knew something was deeper. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely knew that there was something deeper. Yeah. And um, I, I was like pressuring him about it a bit. I was like, look, like I know there's something. Is there anything at all? And then he like looks down the list, I guess, of like different level love blood levels or whatever. And then he says that my white blood cell count was very was pretty high. And when I got out of the office later that day, I Googled like I knew that there was something wrong. Also, my dad's a doctor. So like I kind of am aware of these kinds of things. But I just Googled it to be safe. I was like, uh, uh, what did I Google? I, blood, white blood cell counts. And usually when your white blood cell count is high, that means that your body is trying to fight something. Yeah. Trying to fight something. No matter if it's an infection or if it's cancer, for example. or But, but if your white blood cell count is high, it means that something's wrong usually it's an indicator that something's wrong yeah so he kind of just like brushed me off and so that's why you're so big on the, the second opinions because uh, now and now it makes yeah. sense interesting wow yeah definitely second opinion for sure and like going into this for sure like if you if you experience those kind of symptoms it's almost directly linked to to Hodgkin's lymphoma I mean there is not many other things. Well, there is many other things that it could be, but with the swollen lymph node as well, yeah, that that just definitely an indicator. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's been a journey. <laughs> yeah, definitely has been a journey. And you posted on Instagram when I think when it happened, or when you found out, or maybe it was a few weeks after. I don't remember the exact post, but yeah. Um, I just remember reading it and like, I don't know, it just like it hit me so hard and I, I commented and then seeing like all the support you got from everyone was just, that was inspiring yeah. in its own. And now seeing that you're starting to yeah. come out with your YouTube channel and starting to, to really turn this situation into something, in, into a positive in a sense where you're, you're, you're trying to inspire and help and reach out to people yeah. in your situation and it's it's crazy it's smart it's beautiful yeah. you know thank you so much that's yeah. so sweet <laughs> but uh yeah definitely like at first i was really skeptical about even telling anyone honestly i kind of just wanted to like keep it to myself and i was in like a state of denial almost just because i was like why me like why do i have to go through this you know like i work so hard you know I've been through it. Like, I've been through enough. Like, yeah. give me a break, you know? Yeah. But then I started to, like, think about it. And I was like, you know what? I really want to, like, make a difference with this. And I really want, like, and it's actually helping me to cope as well. Like, wow. sharing my feelings and sharing, like, everything that I've been through has actually opened me up, like, so much, like, to, like, so much blessings in my life so far. Wow. Like, 
just telling everybody like what I was going through, like it attracted so many people that are going through the same thing, like from all over the, from all over the world. Now I have like at least like 20 new friends that I talk to literally every day. Nice. Just talk, just talking about like, Oh, how was your last treatment? How was, you know, how was your improvement? Oh, did, how was your pet scan? Like there's, it, it feels good to share it with everyone else. And, and, and I get that support from everyone like you and everyone, Yeah. but there's nothing like, like someone's when someone's going through the same thing as you, like a deep, it's like a deep connection that I have with all those people, you know, mm. it's amazing. Like, I'm really, really happy that I did it. And I, at first, the whole YouTube thing was a little bit scary, too, because generally, like, before all of this, I'm kind of, like, a shy person. I'm not, like, a person that's, like, very, like, I'm outgoing, but it takes me a while to to become that way, you know? So yeah. it was, like, a really big challenge for me to just lay it all on the line and just tell everybody, like, what I was going through. But I'm really happy that that I decided to do that. So yeah, it's, it's incredible. I'm sure it's well received. You know. Yeah, definitely. It's still a little bit of a challenge on the technical <laughs> side for sure for me. Oh yeah, we <laughs> believe me, we we know how to even make an intro yet. <laughs> yeah, it comes. It comes. <laughs> yeah, we know the struggles of that at least. <laughs> like tutorials i guess i'm gonna have to rely maybe you guys could teach me a couple of things yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe a little faster than a youtube video but i don't know (laughs) we've had a lot of help ourselves yeah we've been fortunate with that too but but um it's nice even like this is a form of community too like everyone we ask questions to and stuff everyone's helping everyone in this too so that's the power of community you know it's yeah community is so important and it's kind of something we're missing right yeah. yeah, definitely. I feel like especially like during these times, I never felt like closer to everyone and to myself as well. Just no. been taking a lot of time to really think about like how th- how I want things to be like from here on out, you know? I feel like we're all kind of forced to do that during these times. Like, and it feels really good. We had to go through something big you know obviously this is not something that anyone wants to go through it when talking about like quarantine and the whole covid situation yeah Yeah. but it kind of forces us to think about like what's really important in life and i i appreciate that at least yeah i mean what else can we do you know you can distract yourself for so many hours watching netflix but at the end of the day we're still stuck in this box that we call an apartment you know (laughs) exactly and like especially me going through what I'm going through right now and like going through uh like this during COVID-19 times like it's actually really crazy because I started I I got diagnosed and then COVID happened and then I wasn't allowed to have any like I'm not allowed to have any visitors at the hospital anymore I'm all allowed to go outside, you know? So it's like almost like a double whammy. Like, <laughs> like it's it's crazy, but I've kind of gotten used to it. And when I go into the hospital, 
At first, I was kind of mad because I was like, oh, like, I have to do this alone. I have to, like, go through, go for all my appointment appointments alone and also for chemo alone. And then I walked into, like, the cancer part of the, the hospital, like, the, cancer, the Cedars Cancer Center. And then I seen, like, so many people that were way worse off than me, like, on ventilators and, like, really barely breathing, you know? Wow. And I was like, you know what? we're doing like a good thing by staying home and, you know, taking care of, of this, like, and me not having visitors to put them in jeopardy, let's say. That's true. So, yeah. So it kind of made me realize like, you know, this is important that we're, that we're doing this. Yeah. We're protecting the more vulnerable. Exactly. I was so nervous about the whole thing when it first started, though, just because my levels and everything have been obviously I'm I'm immunocompromised. Yeah. But uh, now I'm kind of like relaxing a little bit, but it's been it's been tough for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Would you be down to like take us to school a little bit about what's uh, like what the disease the disease entails? Uh, like I'm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma is a cancer. It's it's a blood cancer, and it affects uh, the lymphomatic uh, system. So like your lymph nodes all around your body. And uh, actually, you the age group that it affects is very young. It's uh, from seventeen to thirty years old. So okay. I don't I don't understand to be honest, why this is affecting so many young people right now at this age. Like, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories, but, but it is affecting a lot of people our age. And I don't know what the reason is for that, but it sucks. It really sucks. (sighs) Definitely. And, um, yeah, so... Oh my God. Sorry, you guys. Um, it's a blood cancer. So, uh, I'm getting so nervous. I'm sorry. No, don't be. No, no. it's a, uh... yeah, but it, it's, it, a, yeah. it's a touchy thing. Yeah. You know, I, we understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm already just getting emotional just listening to you. Like I, this yeah. is, this is free form and long form. And, and the, the beauty of it is the community and the honesty, like exactly what you're, doing with your side of things so yeah I'll tell you a little bit about like the side effects and stuff basically one of the side effects is night sweats so that's that's a side effect that I was experiencing a lot that was one of the last side effects that I had so along with the the extreme fatigue yeah the weight loss then my body was like, okay, girl, go to the, go to the doctor again. Um, I'm giving you night sweats now. Wow. Now you really got to go. Yeah. Like, so when I say night sweats, I mean, like I would go to sleep and I would wake up and my bed would be like drenched, like wow. every single night, every single night. Um, so that's actually one of the biggest symptoms of limp- of Hodgkin's lymphoma is night sweats when they when they heard that I that's like basically when they kind of diagnosed me that was one at towards the end 
because that's when I got that symptom towards the end only when I was diagnosed. And when they heard about that symptom, they kind of almost knew that that's what I had. It was confirmation. It was like a a moment, yeah. Yeah, that and the swollen lymph node here on my neck. Okay. So usually, usually um, they pop up. Actually, it's a funny story because um, in January, like close to when I was getting diagnosed, I... I was feeling really, really, really sick and I really needed to relax. I was like, you know what? I need to go to the spa and get a massage. Nice. And like, yeah. So I went to the spa in the old port. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> you know, like I really need to calm down. I yeah. need to go to the spa. Like there's nothing that that can't fit, that a spa can't fix. Yeah, so I, I had agree. Like a, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spa fixes most things. Yes, I was like, okay, so I'm going to the spa. I booked my my massage at the spa. I went to the spa and um, I went in like the hot the hot bath, the cold bath, and and everything. And then I got a massage. And then maybe two days later, that's when my lymph node popped up. That's when my okay. lymph node popped up. I think that it was because honestly, I really think that it was because of the massage that it popped yep. up. So basically. If you think about it, that massage kind of saved my life. Wow. Because if that didn't pop up, then I wouldn't have went to the emergency and I wouldn't have went to the to the hospital. I would have right. never found out like what was happening to me. Because um yeah, that the pressure on like my shoulders and my back, that's like if, exactly what happened. My well, my lymph node popped up. Well, that's up, it. So. Massage definitely had an effect. It helped the circulation which, yeah. which, which yeah. brought it more to light, which is actually Fuck, we gotta find that massage therapist. <laughs> Give him like a hug. Yeah, we should. <laughs> actually, I rem- actually I I remember her. I think I remember her name. I'll see if I can get in contact with her. But yes, wow. she she saved my life. Wow. She yeah. saved my life for sure. Oh, also like just like the hot and the cold and the circulation with the massage and everything. Yeah, that it popped that little thing right up. <laughs> a little warning sign. <laughs> That's amazing though. Jeez. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did they, did they like catch it early or so to speak? Like, is that even okay, measurable? Yeah. I'll, I'll, ex- I'll explain to you. So I was diagnosed um, with uh, stage 2BX. It's, it's kind of complicated with the letters at the end. Stage yeah. 2B. So stage 2, stage 2 is when it's in two different areas in the lymphomatic system. So oh. I had a little bump here. And then... That caused, uh, basically, I had to go to the ER to, to get more more tests done. X-rays, CT scan, PET scan, all oh, the scans. Yeah. And um, the, first, the first X-ray that they did right away when I went into the ER, after they'd seen that I had the lymph node, they were like, okay, we're going to take you for further testing. We're going to do an X-ray on you right now. So I did an X-ray. And uh, the second area that they found out that I had something was in my chest. Like, so, so all of my chest was, was like basically taken up by, by this big tumor. It was huge. It was huge. And um, I seen it, I seen it afterwards, like when I got the, the results from my biopsy, because they also did a biopsy on the lymph node just to test the inside of the, the, the 
lymph node to see like if it was Hodgkin's lymphoma or not. Mm. Um, and, uh, when I had seen the picture of the x-ray, I was like in shock. It was oh, yeah. taking, you know how an x-ray, you know how an x-ray is like supposed to be usually all black kind of like mostly. Yeah. Well, like my x-ray was like all white. It was like, wow. everything was like all white. So that must that, have been scary to see. Because I, yeah, it was really scary. It was really, really scary. It was it was scary, but it was kind of like almost a relief in a way, just because I it was like confirmation that I wasn't like crazy, you know, yeah. this whole time. Because I also had a lot towards the end, I had a lot of trouble breathing as well because it was of where the the uh, tumor was in my chest. I had a lot of trouble breathing. It was like pushing against my my trachea and everything. Okay. So, so um, yeah, I was really relieved to like see that see that that's what it was, you yeah. know. Like the like the like at the end of a horror movie when you see the monster, it gets like less scary. Sort <laughs> yeah, of. Exactly. That- <laughs> it's true. And, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, it's that little frigger that friggin' was messing up my life for so long, you know? Like, and it's, now it's going to be dead. It's also the so, uncertainty, right? Not knowing rip is... Rip that the, bitch out, yeah. Yeah, like, bye. <laughs> it's all the uncertainty of just the unknown of not knowing. That's the scariest part, right? Like, I... Well, it's like I, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it could yeah, be anything. The mind's yeah. going on a wheel, right? Exactly. And like when I was in the emer- and when I was in the emergency and like I realized that they were like really processing me really fast in the emergency. Like when I went because I, I first went to a clinic and that the guy at the clinic told me, oh, uh, you're not going anywhere. You're not going home and I can't give you antibiotics and you're off work for like three weeks and you got to go straight to the ER. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> like I I came in here for like for antibiotics for bronchitis because I was feeling congested, you know, and with the lymph node, uh, of course, but mostly because of the congestion that I was feeling as well. And I went into the clinic and he's like, oh, he wrote me like this little letter. And uh, he told me, he's like, you better go to the ER and you better go now. And I was like, oh my God, what's going on? And, um, you know, like doctors writing is kind of like, it's really hard to understand. It's like, with like a question, with like a question mark, the only, (laughs) the only, the only word that I was able to recognize was Hodgkin's. So on that paper, I was like, yay, Hodgkin's, you know? (laughs) So, (laughs) so I just remember so like clearly after I left the, the clinic, I went to Starbucks, I got a coffee and I sat down and I Googled Hodgkins and then this popped up and I was like, no, no way. Like, I don't know what he's saying, but I don't, I don't believe that. Yeah. And then when I went to the ER, uh, when I went into the ER, they processed me like super quick. Like they looked at that letter and I don't know what, like there was, and the, the ER was completely packed as well. Like. And they pro- and there was people that were sick there, like really sick. Yeah. And they processed me before them. Like so I okay. kind of like started to get nervous at that point. I was like, okay, something is really wrong, you know. Hmm. And uh, they put me in the examination room 
they processed me through emergency and they put me in the examination room and that's when they sent me for, for uh, the x-ray. And then as soon as the x-ray, they seen the x-ray, but at that point I had not seen, I had not seen the x-ray. They had seen it, but I hadn't. And um, they came, they came back and then they're like, yeah, so we did find something in your chest. Like, we don't know what it is, but you're going to have to stay like for testing and stuff like that for at least like two days here and uh, for testing. And I was like, okay, wow, this is just crazy. And uh, they sent like all, they sent a whole group of doctors in after that um, from oncology and hematology, which is like the blood doctors and the cancer doctors. So they sent like a little group of doctors in, students and (laughs) doctors and the whole crew touching my armpits, like touching all my lymph nodes and everything. She was like basically teaching them at the same time as. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. Hospitals are weird, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hospitals are just weird. I used to work at a hospital. It's the strangest thing in the world. And I, I felt every every patient there, you know, it's like a patient's a person and something just went wrong, you know, and then you just feel like, Oh, I could be this person in any, in any moment. And that's like, was it surreal for you or was it just kind of it like was, a building anxiety? It was surreal. No, it was surreal. Like one thing about me is like, I always try to look at like positive side. Like I don't let like things get me down too much. Like I try to stay positive as much as I could until I break down and then, <laughs> Whatever happens, happens, you know, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I was kind of like just absorbing everything. I was still like kind of thinking for the best, praying for the best as well. Like, first of all, at that point, we didn't have any results from like the biopsy. We didn't have anything like any results from anything. So like at that point, it still could have been something else in my head. That's what I was thinking at that point that it could have been something else but really from a medical perspective it was pretty conclusive already like what was going on but during that time I didn't know that I was I was completely like I thought that there was still hope and I thought that you know I that it could have been just something else or maybe like a pneumonia Mm. that's what I was I was thinking I was thinking a pneumonia to be honest but uh yeah, I was in the hospital for two days. So after that, after the after the X-ray, then I had to do a CT scan where you have to like drink this liquid and and all that. And then the next morning, I had to I woke up and I had to do a uh, biopsy. That was that was pretty scary. To be honest, I think that was the worst part about the hospital visit. Because I had no idea. Yeah, because I had no idea what it was, and I had no idea. I knew what a I knew what a biopsy was. I just it didn't like click in my head that I had to get one, and that there was basically going to be like an incision on my neck, and it just happened so fast, you know. So like I couldn't really take the time to like. I, it's not like I was going into the hospital for a biopsy and leaving. I had yeah. been at the hospital for like a day already. I couldn't eat because I had to fast for this biopsy. 
I was already like going through like kind of like emotional ups and downs at that point, just because I hadn't slept, I hadn't eaten. And then now I had to get like an incision on my neck. So like at that point, I was kind of like, okay, this is a lot to process, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. This is a weird question, but like, did you, did you have, okay. First of all, like, how are you now? I feel like I, I need to measure my questions a little bit. Like, how are you now? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm really good, actually. I have to say, like, I feel, obviously, the only thing that I'm having trouble with sometimes, I would say, is just emotionally. And sometimes, like, because of the chemotherapy and because of, like, the drugs that I have to take after chemotherapy, like, the anti-nausea medication and steroids, believe it or not. (laughs) And um, that makes me feel like sometimes like I can't control my, my emotions and the way that I feel sometimes, like Mm. sometimes I could be like super, super up, like super like wanting to do stuff and like really having a lot of energy. And then one thing would like, make me sad or one thing would make me like angry or like I'm very like at times very like touchy like you know what I mean yeah like I I don't have just like you're a raw nerve like you're yeah exactly so like I really work a lot on just balancing myself and balancing my emotions like when I feel like that I just like go by myself I go for a walk I go I go like listen to music or I write or I read I just like take my mind off of like how I'm feeling because it gets to a point where it's like because I have to tell myself I know that it's not me like I know that it's not me that that's feeling like this I know that it's because of like the effects of the drugs that I'm taking and the mm. chemotherapy and just like everything mixed all together it's just makes it very hard for me sometimes to like process like what I'm feeling and dealing with that kind of thing. But as far as side effects go, like from chemotherapy, like um, nausea, vomiting and things like that, like I have been so blessed to like bypass those side effects so far. Nice. And um, I, I think how long was it? I have seven left. So seven chemo, seven chemotherapy left, like seven treatments left. I had 12, 12 in total every two weeks, every two weeks. It's a, it's called the AVBD regime. So it's for basically a cocktail of four different, different drugs that basically it's specialized for Hodgkin's lymphoma. Like it's like classical treatment for, for Hodgkin's lymphoma. Okay. So every two, every, every two weeks I receive chemotherapy. So this is what I do. I, I get chemotherapy. Then I go to my mom's house for a week just because like after chemotherapy, you don't really want to like do anything yourself that much. Like, even though I can, like, I know that my mom could like just make sure that I <laughs> eat and everything like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, like, I like to come here and also to be around, like, my brother and my sister and my family, nice. like, during that time. Nice. Um, it's like a loving environment. And, 
Yeah, exactly. Even though sometimes I'm like, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they must be uh they must be like all over you, right? They must be going through their own thing too, right? Like I, I can't imagine. Yeah, but they've been really, really good. They've been really, really, really amazing handling this situation. Like they they know me and they know like when I get quiet and stuff like that, I need my space and that yeah. they go upstairs and they, they, they leave me alone and like They've been really, really like good family, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're the best. It's I'm the so best. Glad. They're the best, the worst, and all of the above, you know. <laughs> and everything in between. But it doesn't. I, I, I don't. I don't remember the difference with like Hodgkins and non-Hodgkins, but I'm pretty sure this is like a fairly treatable cancer. Yes. Right? Yeah. So like um, non-Hodgkins, like it grows in different areas and smaller smaller growth in like different areas so it's like hard to catch hard to treat, dangerous hard, I guess, to, yeah. hard to spot you mm. know but um hodgkin's lymphoma i don't want to say it's a good cancer because there's no there's no such thing yeah <laughs> there's no there, there's no such thing but it's definitely one of the most treatable cancers yes. With like almost a 85%, uh, well, if you have stage two wow. or stage one or stage two, you almost have like a 90% chance of like being cured without any relapses in five years. Wow, beautiful. In five years. So, so it's really good. That's but, reassuring. Uh, I have stage 2B, 2BX. Stage 2B, which I told you is in two different spots. So it's the lymph node and the lungs above the diaphragm. And uh, B is bulky. It stands for bulky. It means that that is big. Like mm. it's, it's a certain diameter, you know. And X, wait, is it B? No, B is, sorry. B is B symptoms. So if you're diagnosed with B symptoms. So all the symptoms that I was telling you about, the night sweats, the because some people don't have any uh, have no symptoms and they just go in and they find it and they get lucky and they find it right away but when you have severe symptoms presenting themselves like that makes it like you have to treat it more severely and get get down to it like, like right away if, if you're experiencing yeah. exactly exactly and the x is bulky okay. it's, it's that it was a big mother effer <laughs> you can swear you, you can want. swear all you want on this yeah. of course oh, what yeah. the fuck let's go <laughs> you could do whatever you have you have carte blanche at this point i think uh, anyone going through chemo and it's like just and my mom's gonna be like what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> no if mom's gonna watch then i understand if you want to be a little be like shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now my mom watches this because she just figured out how to use YouTube. So she calls me. She's like, she's like, I love the lighting, but you're a little too dark. She, and then she, she's giving me all these like feedbacks. I'm like, oh, thanks, mom. But she's gonna probably hear this, so it's it's pretty funny. Hi, mom. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hi, <laughs> mom. Love your son. Yeah, that's funny. But I, yeah, but I wanted to I've say been okay lately. I wanted to Sorry. ask you because. Um, Obviously, it's insane news to find out, and it's like a with the COVID and all this stuff. It's like just pure chaos if you really look at it objectively. It's just things are happening yeah, so much. fast, and especially you said you were on like such a fast pace pre 
diagnosis where you're working uh, school and work back and forth. You spoke to me on the phone earlier this week about mindfulness and like practices to keep you sane <laughs> and positive. Like if you want to just like maybe elaborate on more of that, because I can imagine someone going through this, these kind of tools could really help, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, one of the things that I do, like the biggest thing is I write everything, like how I'm feeling. Like actually I have my journal here. Wow, nice. So this is the <laughs> this is the beginning of my. I basically wrote a whole book, if you will, honestly. Wow! Look at that. I write. Look at all I that write, writing. <laughs> oh yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I write down everything about how I'm feeling all the time, just reminding myself as well to do the things like that. This is my chance to like do what I need that like to change my life for the better, like to use it as an opportunity to, you know, do the things that I want to do. Like I I write a lot. Definitely writing is like the biggest, is is my biggest escape. Before Mm. I would go to a cafe and write, but now I can't go anymore. So that kind of sucks. But yeah, yeah. Um, I write a lot. I do a lot of yoga, Nice. a lot of breathing exercises, definitely trying to like level my body like alkaline i don't know if you know about that like the breathing technique oh absolutely we're all about that of course you do (laughs) (laughs) we're all about we're all about that life (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah, definitely i know and so yeah um, i do a lot of yoga like at least uh, i haven't been doing it to be honest like for the past week now I won't. I won't lie. Okay. But uh, it comes. It always comes in waves, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna be like, yeah, I'm a yogi expert. <laughs> like I'm a yogi. Like no. <laughs> I, I. But I do try to like get myself moving a lot. I think that's really important. Movement. And yes. I, yeah, movement. Just like when you eat, not sitting down right away, and just stretching and things like that. Um, I go for like really long walks. I just like get lost. I just like walk and I don't even have like a destination half the time. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, sorry. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Just walk it out, you know? Yeah, exactly. That, that's the biggest thing, honestly, I think because it makes me like, it just like takes my mind off of everything that's going on, you know, and just like the fresh air and everything. Yeah, that's basically, and I do a lot of reading nice. as well. What's Writing the... da- and eating well, of course. Eating like super clean, oh, trying yeah. to anyway. Nice. What was the uh, breath work that you're doing? Is it like a specific technique or you're just focusing like conscious breathing? No, I just like conscious breathing. Okay. Conscious yeah. breathing. I try to do um, what that, I forgot his name. We know exactly what you're talking about yeah Wim Hof baby yeah yeah like sometimes I his, his exercise his <laughs> it works it's incredible it does it's not it's, it's alkaline yeah it alkalines the body yeah you're pumping adrenaline everything's flowing and flushing out it's incredible yeah definitely yeah. you just look like a crazy so just, person but I started I started 
That's why I was like all into the spa thing, and I was like going into the cold. Look at you! I was like really into that. Hell yeah! I was really, I was, I was getting into that like a lot before I got diagnosed, actually. Okay. Then I just continued with it, but yeah, definitely want to continue with the cold thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's, It's like an antidepressant. It's crazy. I know. It's like at first, like I'm somebody that loves to be warm. Like the more blankets. the better the heat on full blast tea like but like ever since i started doing that you realize like how much your body could like handle you know it's crazy i don't wear winter jackets anymore you know you're one of those people right you're one of those people that just go out into the cold (laughs) i just i wear either a sweater or like this light jacket and then i just do the wim hof breathing and i go outside i'm good oh my god yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's you must get cold. Well, you know, it's such a powerful technique because anytime you start feeling cold, you just do two minutes of that cycle and then you're good. And it's just like you can just continue that repetitive cycle. <laughs> I bet your mom doesn't it, like right? it very much when you go out. No, she, and have a oh, she, she goes crazy. <laughs> you're gonna catch a chill. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry, Nate's mom. I forgot that you're listening. I'm not making fun of you. That's just the generic mom voice that everyone does. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's like that's the point is to catch a chill. It's like you – I mean you know what's what's crazy about the technique is that you you actually don't feel cold after. Like you, no. you actually feel like it, it's going away. It's not like you're fighting the cold. Like that's just that first. Yeah, you actually don't like you – like the temperature of your body by your, by your breathing, it changes. It's, it's uh, really weird. The, the way he described have- it was on – in the diaphragm, because you're doing so, the diaphragm goes down and up, right? It compresses and relaxes like a like an accordion almost. And with this breath technique, you're creating what you know those things where you put in the fireplace. It's like an air pump, and it creates. Yeah. So it's like that. You're doing with the diaphragm contracting, expanding, and that's creating heat in the core, which is where you get where your body needs the heat the most, right? So once you do the breathing technique, you're created all this heat from just diaphragm breathing so that's his philosophy behind it and we feel it right like you don't yeah, definitely you don't definitely feel cold works. after like two minutes of that it. guy a bit intense <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit intense i would love to have you know, him on like our imagine podcast you were doing the cold as much as he does like you might go a little crazy you're just like happy all the time and you're like i love the cold and just like you see those pictures he has on facebook and stuff where he's drinking tea and he's like just in a barrel <laughs> I'm just going to like Antarctica for vacation now. No more beaches. Well, like, you want to you want to hear something crazy about him? He he swam under like the ice caps, and apparently his oh his cornea froze, like his eyeball froze, and he just swam under the under the water. Like yeah, that's... he almost died. <laughs> oh my god! He couldn't find the hole, and the guy had to go and get him, and he like he had like a very near death experience. Yeah. Oh my god! It probably made him even more like want, willing to do it again. <laughs> exactly. That's it. Sure. <laughs> a little, a little crazier, like a little more, uh, like uh, in lust with life, let's say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, uh, like, so you were doing this before you you got your diagnosis. So, like, the, you're still doing it now. Like, are you trying to kind of keep things? Uh, rolling or or does it have like a different I think I think more than I think that more than ever I feel like I'm starting to like move even more like before I didn't have any time to do anything like I really had no time to do anything at all like Hmm. 
So basically now I've been taking the time, especially like waking up in the morning, making sure that I have like a balanced meal, like always eating like so many fruits and vegetables and tea and water. Like I eat super clean now. Nice. Most of the time. Yeah. I let myself have a dessert every once in a while, obviously. Of course. But yeah, <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost I'm almost like a little worried that like when everything goes back to normal, like that I will let go of like this kind of lifestyle because I'm enjoying it so much and it's helping me so much like just focusing and taking care of myself. It's so important. Like mm. I realized in all of this that like money and like all these like material things, like they don't really matter in the end, you know, they really don't matter. And like, I, I'm definitely going to change like, well, I have changed already and I plan to make sure that my life like stays kind of similar to like how it is now. But the only thing is, yeah, of course, like I feel a little bit tired sometimes Yeah. because, um, at the beginning, it didn't really affect me that much, the chemotherapy. But I have to say, now that I get almost halfway through, I'm starting to, like, feel a little bit more fatigued, like, after three days of the... Like, because they give me medication for three days after the chemo. That's for, like, anti-nausea and vomiting or whatever. After that, you kind of feel like a downer, like okay. a big downer for, like, a couple of days. So, like maybe like three days after chemo, uh, uh, three days after the three days. So, so, so six days. Af- yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so after that, um, I kind of start to feel a little bit like down and like, that's when like all the medication kind of like makes me feel like dragged down. So mm. like, I still try to like get out of bed during that time and like move around and still move, but it, but it, it's becoming a little bit like a little bit more difficult than other times. But I just have to tell myself like, you know, your body needs rest. Like you need rest. You have to listen. You have to listen to your body as well. Like you can't push yourself. Like if you're not feeling okay, then you have to rest, you know? So that has, I think that has been, something that I have been a little bit hard on myself because I'm like, Oh, why, why don't you like telling, talking to myself saying, why don't you feel good? Like you're lazy, like get up, do something, you know, like, Mm. but then I'm forgetting like what I'm going through that I'm not in a normal state, like that to be able to handle doing like a full exercise, like, you know, so I think that's the balance that I'm kind of still trying to, to achieve just resting and being able to move around at the same time, you know, not beating myself up over the fact that I'm feeling tired, you know? Yeah. 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 So that's been a little difficult. It's funny how we, when we're healthy, we put ourselves kind of like on the side and we just grind and we do everything. Like you're saying, like, like we're doing, we're doing extra hours at work. We're going to school and we're like, yeah, I'm okay. I'll be fine. And you like ignore yourself. And now it's, yeah. it seems like you're so in tune with yourself in a sense where mm-hmm. you're listening to every little detail and you're writing it down, you're writing, writing every, yeah. all your thoughts. And it's like, it's kind of incredible if you think about it in terms of like the it introspection, is. you know, and yeah. yeah, 
I love that part. I love that part. I feel so good about myself right now. Like, even though what I'm going, uh, even though like everything that I'm going through, like, I just feel like I'm really like getting to know who I am again and like coming back to who I was like before all this stuff got into my head, you know, like going out partying, Mm. but making money, you know, going to school, like trying to like achieve, like, uh, get a degree where I could earn the most money, you know, like in business. Like I was like very driven by that, you know, like for a long time. And now I just completely like have a new perspective on life to the point where I don't even know what I want like to do anymore. Like, I don't know. I don't know what my profession will be. Like, I can't tell you this is what I want. This is what, what I want to be. I, it, it's scary, but in a way, it it feels good at the same time because, yeah. like, I know that that's not. I know that that's not what I want for myself anymore. Like, even though yeah. I worked hard for my degree, I did work hard. I worked. I worked very hard for my degree, and I'm close to graduating, so I will finish yeah. my degree uh, on my own terms when I get back slowly and not like rushing, like how I was. But um, I definitely am taking the time to write and to and to like really get to know myself and just paying attention to like the things that make me happy, like very, very close to my heart that like I could possibly make a living out of that kind of thing. So that's like really where I am right now. I'm kind of just like thinking about like what I'm going to do to make myself happy. Like I want to do a job that may, I want, I want to have a job where that feels like a passion. I feel like that's really important, especially for your health too. I mean, like it was eating me a lot, like everything that I was doing, like I'm pretty sure it had an effect on my body and my health. Hundred percent. Like I'm, I, I didn't, I didn't help my situation by the way that I was, by the way that I was living I'm not saying that I gave myself cancer, but I'm saying that I definitely didn't help it from, I definitely didn't help the situation at all. So, yeah, I really hope that I could find out like that. That's basically why I started the YouTube channel too, is to, you know, explore that side as well. Yeah. Sounds like you're doing like a spiritual surgery almost <laughs> like, like it's, yeah definitely it's messy definitely. it's like uh I, I like you said you, you said it's scary but like it feels good and like it's surprising to hear you say like you're loving this time right now it's like there there's this newfound kind of honesty or something but it's yeah. like you don't know where it's going so you're i, yeah, I guess I, yeah i feel you like it i don't ex- i didn't yeah. expect to be like oh yeah i get that but it's like i really i, I feel that i understand yeah that. it's like it is it's scary, like, in the way that I don't know where I'm going to be, like, afterwards. Like, I know that I'm going to make it through this, that's for sure. But I know, I just don't know, like, what my life will be afterwards. And sometimes it's scary because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, yeah, like, you, you get me, right? Like, I just, I don't know what I'm going to be doing, what what I'm going to be, like. Yeah, basically. It's, it's I have like, no idea. It's like, um, I don't know if everyone feels this way or if it's just life, you know, but like you guys can tell me your opinion, but like it, it's like, it's like everything's kind of like an etch-a-sketch, you know, and you're just being careful and you're like trying to make I'm something so, out of your yeah. life. 
<laughs> and then something comes and hits it and everything goes like kind of everything gets shaken and kind of erased and you're like oh <laughs> like I'm still yeah. I'm still here I can still etch a sketch but like what I was working on just got kind of like flushed or distorted and I got to kind of work with what I have now or just go screw it start from yeah. scratch you know, like yeah exactly. I, I like that analogy like, Sammy I, yeah exactly and like yeah. I I think the thing that makes me <laughs> the thing that makes <laughs> the thing that makes me most scared as well is just not like not knowing about what's gonna happen and also like not making the most. I think that's the biggest thing. Not making the most of this time. I think mm. that's the thing that gets me every single day. Like I'm just like, okay, like don't let it pass you by, don't be lazy, don't do this, don't do that. Like you want to make like, like you have to appreciate like life and appreciate like and and you don't want to be back in the same position as you were like before you started this whole journey like overworked letting go of things that are important to you like don't ever do that again like I think that's like the main thing that's in my head like you don't want to be like that anymore you don't want to be like somebody like that anymore and I think that's honestly the hardest part about this whole thing and the scariest part about this whole thing is just I don't want to be that anymore I don't ever want to go back back to that you know it's it's amazing to see it's that you were operating in like this this crazy momentum of life that we're all operating on and just it's promoted to just go 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 and uh, achieve 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 and reach this top of the ladder and now that like you were knocked off that ladder and that etch sketch is just wiped out, it's like now all of a sudden Chanel's talking to Chanel and it's like, no, I don't actually <laughs> want all those things. Like let's let's start to look more into the gratitude and the appreciation for, for these things. And it's like mm-hmm. it's literally like you're guiding yourself now and there's no distraction. It's just you and you. Yeah. Yeah. I found out I'm pretty smart actually, <laughs> like when it comes to all this stuff. And and that's why I want that's why I want to help people as well because I I feel like one of the things that I discovered is that I'm very like empathetic I'm very empathetic towards people and like Mm. I feel like I could get like what people are going through and like I feel like I could talk with people and I could like really I don't know I just I just I love to do that and that actually has like a new thing for me too you know so Yeah. yeah I really, I really hope that I could expand on that or like use it like in the future to help other people. I'm it's just figuring out of... all the ways that I could help like in any way that I can. I'm even thinking about like how I could raise money for the cause. I haven't thought, I haven't thought about an idea of how I will do it, but I definitely am thinking about like a way to like give back also to lymphoma and to cancer. I just haven't got like the, I I don't have the blueprint yet, but I will let you guys know definitely about that when I, when I, when I, we'll send it out at all for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll send everyone to that, to that. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's so powerful. That's such a, it's like you're on such a, a mindful, um, aware path right now where you're really thinking yeah. about all the things that truly matter to you and not many people have that like <laughs> yeah activated. and it's yeah. it's kind of a rare occasion because sometimes we need 
like a crazy scenario for us to realize what we truly what truly matters to us you know and a lot of people don't always get that feeling and that perspective you know mm-hmm. so it's unfortunate yeah. that it has to come with with some baggage with it but you know what it's comes after is beautiful unfortunate yeah but at the same time it's like i look at it as a blessing kind of yes you know i really really do look at it like that well you can live your life looking at things as blessings uh, miracles or as curses and you know it's your choice Mm -hmm. how you how you perceive it and also like i'm lucky that i haven't had it as rough as other people you know like i've spoken to people I, I speak to people every day that have the same exact diagnosis as me and they're not doing very well right now. Okay. Like they're, they're not accepting like the chemotherapy very well. Also, thank God we live in Canada because some people are paying so much money for, for this, wow. uh, in the state. It's really crazy. The amount of, things that you realize that like you could be grateful for you know yeah it's just every day there's something there's something else to to be grateful for and perspective too right you know yeah there's yeah, always someone with a worse situation so it's important to to be grateful that your situation is not as bad as it could be or, or mm-hmm. you know exactly and also you have to think about you know, the way that you look at things like perspective, exactly like, because I could look at, looked at this, like, Oh, why me? Why me? Which I did for a couple of days for sure. That's normal. Especially when this whole thing started. I think, I think the starting of this whole thing was the worst part. Like now that I'm kind of into the groove of like, you know, my regime, like every two weeks I go there every, you know, like it's like a routine kind of, but in the beginning, it was it was really it it was really scary, you know. Hmm. So I'm happy that I found my my rhythm through it, and anyone that's going through the same thing will eventually get into that as well, you know. Yeah. It's crazy what you can get used to, but like, there's still so much uh, to to make things easier. And I, and I, I my mom had uh, breast cancer, and she hmm. it's I found out that. Oh, she's great now. Thank you, though. Like it's 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 all it's it's always life is just bittersweet all the time. I don't I don't mm-hmm. want to put I don't want to put anything out there. <laughs> like it just seems like we're all walking on a on a fucking razor's edge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. thank you. It's it, I just I just found out I found, I learned a lot of, with her going through that and and one of the things was how like there's there's always a community. There's always like it's part of recovery. It's part of of treatment. Is yeah. like. You know, maybe that's what inspired you. Also, is like you're you're seeing a lot of other people in your situation are not even maybe able to do what you're doing. So it's like you you like you have these these positive perspectives. Like you're you almost feel lucky. Like you yeah. you can you can do something more for these people, and you can share yeah. and and it it helps. It builds community. It makes someone, for lack of a better word, like healthier. It makes them mm-hmm. stronger. It makes them even if they're at the end of their rope or they're just not having a good time or something, you just have this little extra and it's not little. It's like, it's, it's weird that we have to say this, you know, but like humans are, are community based. Like we just need each other. Like we just need each other. I I know exactly, exactly what you're saying. I, I completely agree with you. And like, 
honestly, the best thing I could have done is be open about it and be aware about it. Because like I said, I met so many people going through the same thing and I cannot imagine my journey without them. Like it would not be my journey. Like it would just be something completely like more sad, more depressing and less positive, less perspective, 100% like coming out and like talking about it and being connected with everyone. It's like, I have a new purpose now. And like, this is not led by, this is not led by what people think. Like before, you know, you care about like what people think, what people do, you know, you're influenced by like certain things like, oh, I don't want to say that because maybe I'll sound too, like I want attention (laughs) or maybe I'll sound like, maybe some people will think that like, I want people to feel like sorry for me or something like that. But like when you have that community, when you have like those people around you, you basically like you put that aside and you say, I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for them. I'm doing it for us. Like I'm doing that. That's, and that's all that, that matters. That's all that matters. That's the, the biggest thing is to make like a difference. And to help people that are going through the same thing. And that's it. That's, then then that doubt that's in your mind, you take it out and you just throw it out the window. You get rid of it. And you never think about it again. You just don't <laughs> go down there. <laughs> you cut the fat. You just cut the fat off and you're like, this that's is it. not important. You do, what makes, you, you do what, what makes a difference and what makes you happy. Like, yes. What makes you happy. That's it. And what, what, what you do to make, to help you cope. Don't think about other people and like, that's based. That's a them problem, you know. Yeah, that's their. <laughs> that's an interpretation Sorry. problem. Sorry, can you turn on the lights, please? Sorry. Okay. It's it's amazing <laughs> that these stories, like these premises, are so powerful that there is strength in numbers, and you hear that all the time, and you you see memes about it all the time. But community really is healing, and it it's so funny because we always. Not always, but we like to be alone and secluded, but we also like to grab on to others around us. It's like this push-pull mm-hmm. relationship, but you really notice it when you're vulnerable, how powerful community yeah. is, you know? And Yeah, community is everything. And like like I said, I talk to people every day now, and it's like I couldn't imagine my day without wow. knowing how they're doing or and what they're going through. And certain things that I could only say, like, talk to, talk uh, about that with them. Like, oh, like, I'm feeling really, like, hyped up right now on, on steroids, you know? Like, <laughs> you ready to I go. I can't sleep. Like, I can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> or I really want to, like, go in the, go in the fridge and devour, like, the whole thing of brownies, you know? Like, things like that. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, it's yeah. it's so important in the healing process, but in just to know that you're not alone and that people aren't alone. And sometimes we feel so fucking alone, but there's always someone going through something similar with us. Mm-hmm. And when you just open up and and reach out, it's like you'll be more like your Instagram post, for example. Look at all yeah. all the comments and and the hearts, and I'm sure the private messages you got. I'm sure you didn't I, expect I that at the that. time. I, sometimes when I'm feeling down, I literally go on that picture and I like look at my comments and I read all the comments and I just cry. And I'm just wow. like, wow, people are so like, so 
beautiful and so nice and so kind like that's one thing that that we forget yes people are assholes too okay <laughs> people are definitely assholes but in this experience like people have been amazing and just and i'm so happy i'm that sure that I, gave you that strength I, too that post just seeing the support yeah it was amazing it was yeah. Really, it was actually so surprising as well. I don't well, it wasn't surprising, obviously, when somebody's going through something, but like people that like I haven't spoken to in so long, you know, that I haven't seen in so long that that now I've talked to because of what happened, but at least like we are back in communication, you know, like yeah. it just feels it just brought so many like different bl- blessings to me and. Wow. I appreciate it so much. Even when you wrote to me, it was really <laughs> nice too. Thank you. <laughs> it came from the heart. Jeez, yeah, definitely. You're getting me all emotional now. Aww. Aww. <laughs> it's all about though. Yeah. You know, of course. It's incredible though. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was just. I, do you mind if I get water? Yeah. Go, my mouth yeah. Is go, for, it. go for it. Go for it. That's the. Back. I really feel like. Uh, We've gone legit, Sammy. We have a guest getting water now. <laughs> I got. I gotta go pee. I'm sorry. Pause <laughs> like, I'm gonna bring my earphones with me to the bathroom. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That reminds me. Did you see? Did you guys see that video? The senator in the U.S. They had like a senator meeting, and he went to the washroom quick during like the the vote. But he left his mic on, so you just you hear this guy go into the washroom, just pissing. And he pops a few farts, and everyone in the room is hearing this happening live feed. Dude, that literally happened in a movie, like a, like one of the Naked Gun movies from like the freaking like late '80s. Like that, is, I can't believe that's real life. Yeah, I'm gonna find you. I'll send it to you later. It's the funniest thing, man. I've seen it. I think yeah, I you saw it. it. Yeah, I've seen it. It was so funny. Oh my god. That has to be the most embarrassing thing. Yeah. Oh, you come back. The worst is you come back and and everyone's acting like it's normal and you find out later. That's probably the worst feeling. Oh, that's like, ugly. Oh, shit. If I was in the crowd, I'd be like, "We heard you peeing." Like I would just rip the bandaid off. I'd be like, "Guys, I can't. It's so cringe. It's real late. I'm not even watching the office." I would like nudge the guy, and I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah. no, like yeah, that was gross." Yeah. Just let him down easy. <laughs> like, let him down easy. Like, you know? That's so good. <laughs> Chanel, do you do any type of uh, meditation? Like you, um, you do the breath work, but I, I usually put, I usually like put something on YouTube and try like my hardest. But I've been reading a lot about like auras and meditation and stuff. And okay. Yeah, I'm trying to like slowly get into it, but I don't want to like force myself. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh when, yeah. When when you try to like force yourself to do something, but you just it can't never works see like that right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's but, such uh, a wise way to go about it. So many people yeah. kind of blind faith thing, and they're just like, "This is who I am now," and they just become like <laughs> UAG parrot. Sort of. Yeah, because I have I have this book that I just recently bought. It's called like, what is it called? Is it there? No, I don't think I have it. But it's uh, about auras, like different aura, like different colors of the auras, and like, do you know much about that or? Maybe Sammy, I, I don't know. Don't, no, I actually 
actually don't no. honestly no. like i've heard i've had i've studied a bit of yoga and stuff and i'm reading the yoga sutras and i've learned about like how to, i I'm, a, I'm technically a yoga teacher like i've, I've done my certification and uh they, they you mentioned do, you, you should do youtube videos of yoga hell yeah sammy you know, I was thinking actually doing like Twitch, like live. Uh, you should like, so do that. I would so join. He's got a hell of that a guiding be... meditation voice too. Oh yeah, he put me out. I was gone. That's, that's something that helped me with with uh, with yoga is like uh, learning about hypnosis. And you were saying that you use like videos and like the the idea of yoga nidra, like like a guided meditation, like someone kind of walking yeah. you through it. It's like if you do a yoga co- a course like from your own head sort of like and you just kind of do it yourself then you're kind of concentrating. But if someone is giving you the course, I realized this like recently, I realized this kind of late in my my yoga career. It's you get to kind of step out of your mind and someone can kind of give it to you. And there's yeah. a different benefit. And I, I don't want to say clearly like an added benefit, but definitely a different benefit. Like you can get a little more. It's almost like you're cheating, but like it's not a cheat because you're still getting a benefit. You just some people maybe in your circumstance right now you can't or shouldn't meditate. You know, you're just you have you're going through a lot physically and mentally and just spiritually, like just your whole but your I whole love. Sometimes I do sometimes like I I just have to be like really in the right space for it. Usually like when I'm at home, like because I have my own apartment. So, but I'm here when I'm here for one week. Basically, I'm here half the time uh, at my mom's half the time, and I'm back home half, half the time. So when I go home, that's when I like get into it. I put my yoga mat down. I do my yoga like every day more consistently, and um, I do like meditation. But like, I really like have to get in. I really have to get into it because uh actually one of the side effects of the chemotherapy is uh they call it like chemo brain it's a it's a weird thing to say but it's like you kind of have this like feeling of confusion sometimes Mm. like i'll be talking about something and then after like i'll completely forget what i'm talking about like completely completely forget what i'm talking about or yeah you just kind of feel lost sometimes (laughs) I don't want to laugh, but it's actually funny sometimes to me because sometimes I'll be like, sometimes I'll be like thinking about something and then I'll just be like Dory, literally. Like, like just, huh? Or is that? Yeah, yeah. literally I'll be like, what? What were we even talking about? So, so sometimes it could be a little difficult with that new side effect that has just started. But hmm. yeah, I definitely oh, try. But I, I try to leave like every moment by by feeling like in the moment, if that makes sense, kind of like, oh, yeah. I feel like every moment is almost a meditation, like almost like not a meditation, but every moment is almost like felt like very well, you're present deeply and exactly. Yeah. 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 It's like it's like the door, the door to presence kind of moves in different moments because it's like you could be happy, you could be sad, you could be like going through chemotherapy you could be you know yeah. you could be going through chemotherapy the door moves but the door's always there mm. and something i've been like telling a myself sloth. Like, a sorry? sloth i feel like a, a sloth, sloth. <laughs> that's just like <laughs> that might that might be a good move though you're just like and you're like and you're like no yeah <laughs> Never mind. yeah exactly yeah oh, no, no. 
but like is it, it i mean we're laughing because it sounds like you're high like you're like oh i forgot what i was just talking about but like is it <laughs> is it like a fog like do you feel kind of just like down sort of or is it really just like, no it's out it's um it's like for example like my mom went out yesterday and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm, go I'm going out. I'm going out or whatever. And I was like, okay. And then after, like, two minutes later, I was like, she told me where she was going. But I had no idea. I did not remember what she said at all. I was like, where did she go? And I was like, but wait, I know she told me, you know, like, I know that I know that I know that she told me, but I don't remember what she said. Mm -hmm. And then when she came back. I was like, uh, where did you go? She told me. And then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like just literally little like details that I like completely forget. I have to write. That's another reason why I write everything down is because I I have to like if if not, like sometimes I won't I won't remember. And also a combination of like forgetting things like instantly and a combination of just like fog sometimes. Like I'll be doing stuff around the house, let's say like I'll be doing the dishes and then after like I'm in my room with like a hat on or something like that. And I'm just, yeah. like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I go from doing that to like being like in something completely different, wow. like doing something, doing something completely, completely like not related to what I was doing. And then I have to kind of just like, okay, you were doing that. Go finish what you were doing, you know? It's like, it sounds dreamy almost, or like spacey. It is. It is. It is like a dreamy, spacey kind of feeling. Yeah, it's like mm. cloudy. A little bit cloudy. That is... Yeah. I mean, speaking yeah. of forgetting about stuff, we were talking about auras, and I would, I would just, I would love to hear, like, where you were going with that. I'm just curious. Like, oh, okay, the aura thing? Place? Yeah, yeah, I'm just curious. Like, you're, like this book sounds... Like it means something to you. Like you were gonna get something to it. Something yeah, out like of it. Uh, I like I like to. It's basically like about auras and about like how like each color. Like let's say if like you see someone or whatever, like there's like a ray around you. Like it's it's energy. It's energy that's coming out of you, and like it comes in like different colors. That's like where I kind of like. I I know all the characteristics of the different colors that people see so I read into that so like there's red there's orange there's yellow then there's like blue and indigo which are more like people that are like very like clairvoyant clairvoyant like very yeah. psychic abilities kind of thing um but when they started doing the exercises of like oh looking look at somebody and try to imagine like what like what color their aura is that's kind of where I stopped in a way because I was like I don't really see anything right now mm. like going on right now around them or whatever but I definitely looked into like all the different characteristics of like the different colors it was pretty cool to see and like I kind of looked at like where I think I am on that scale like uh <laughs> in like <laughs> intuitiveness or you know based on like my mood and how I treat people and just that kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. But I could, I could send you a picture of it after. Oh yeah. I'm curious. curious. Okay. Yeah, sure. So I'll lend it to you guys if you want to borrow it. <laughs> post it's a cute uh, little book. Post COVID. <laughs> oh, it's like a small, okay, yeah. cool. 
<laughs> I'm just curious because I, I mean, like you were yeah. talking about before, how you you don't want to force these things, you know, because it is yeah, uh, like that's out why there, I stopped. For lack of a better term, that's, yeah. That's yeah, that's why I stopped when it came to like the colors and everything because like I'm not gonna lie to myself and say that I see a color around somebody when right now I don't see yeah. anything, you know. And you're you're in such like, a state of honesty right now that I don't even think you could push that, you know. <laughs> you need and everything exactly, needs to come like, naturally to you right now yeah exactly yeah. so that's kind of where i stopped with that but yeah definitely sorry guys my mouth was so dry yeah, it's all good yeah. but uh yeah like i i don't force it upon myself nice. when it comes to like anything like that meditation and like i just let like my vibe go and like whatever I feel like doing at that moment that's like what I do and I just make sure that I write everything down and just absorb it in that way you know nice. are you doing this consciously like is this something you're really <laughs> trying to do it sounds like you're just being like uh compulsively honest with yourself it sounds like you're just being like brutally it's it's almost like if I can use a metaphor because like, we're talking about books and writing a lot it's almost like you're just yeah. reading you're just reading words on a paper. Like you're not trying to add anything. Like you're just you're just looking at what's in front of you, whether it's your treatment, the, your family, your your uh, the books you're reading, the the new kind of spiritual information yeah. that you're taking in, and like the esoteric information or or the even the side effects. You know, like you, you just your own emotions as well, and the, and the desires that you want to kind of like turn into action. It just seems like you have this calm kind of just maybe kind of mm. like a high energy but it's still just kind of this mm. like calm yeah like, like honesty just back 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 like yeah that, honestly that, I think it's because I was like I really like I said I want to get like the most out of this this experience and I think like the only way of doing that is like being completely honest with myself and like realizing like where I went wrong and like how I could fix that you know like how I could bring this into like my new life after all of this treatment and all of this like into my life because like I really really want to like live my life with like purpose mm. I don't want I don't I don't want to ever go back into that feeling again even though before I'm not saying that I was like some crazy ice woman like you know <laughs> But I definitely wasn't wasn't looking at things the way that I'm looking at them now. Yeah, definitely more honest with myself. I think I've always been a little bit like honest with myself. I've always kind of I've always kind of been like very realistic with myself. And I'm pretty I would say that I'm a pretty like strong person. I like to look at like reality like of what going on with life and like I deal that's how I am like I, I I look at something and like I deal with that like that's that's nice. how that's how usually I am obviously I'm, I'm not perfect and sometimes I think that could be a little bit of a downfall for me as well not being perfect <laughs> no no downfall downfall for me as well like being so honest with myself yeah. sometimes i'm a, sometimes i'm a little hard on myself definitely i think that's like the biggest thing i'm really i'm i'm very hard on myself like if i don't like make m the most out of my day 
sometimes I'll be really sad and that's when I'll get emotional and I'll be like, you know, like I didn't, I didn't do this today. Like I, I didn't, I didn't accomplish like what I wanted, what I wanted to do, you know? So yeah, that's, I, I think I've always been a little bit like that though. Like just like very, very honest when it comes to, to reality. And I think that it's always better to just deal with something like hands on. If you don't like, if you don't like something and you have to fix it, you have to yes. work hard to fix it kind of thing. Hell yeah. Like yeah. a double-edged sword of like wanting to accept, but also take control. I guess you're still you in the end, you know, like this is a profound experience for you, but it's mm -hmm. like you kind of, there's still this core. Yeah. That's a tough practice. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. Know? But sometimes mm -hmm. just giving ourselves that that metaphoric hug is so powerful, and being like, you know what, it is yeah. like, it is okay to just fuck off for today and just just go <laughs> sleep that extra few hours or lie down, exactly, you know? and not and I shame yourself. Sure that I write. I make sure that I write. That that's another thing. I make sure that I write uh, like things that I'm proud about myself. Like also as I write, like reflect on what I'm doing and things that I I say like Chanel like I'm really proud of you like that you're like doing all of this yes. I'm really proud that that you're making a difference like before I spoke with you guys I wrote down like I sat down and I wrote like the fact that like I'm gonna be on this podcast and that you know I'm scared and I'm nervous but I'm gonna do it because mm. I know that like the person who I want to be in the future, like, is going to be proud of, like, this first, this couple of first steps that I'm doing to, like, be more open and, yeah. Hell yeah. So, like, uh, yeah. I love it. That's fucking beautiful. <laughs> you got Aww, a fucking head on you your You guys soul. are making me blush. <laughs> 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 Thank wow. you. Uh, that's awesome. Well, you guys are smart, too. Yeah. We're, we're all right. <laughs> Depends on your definition of smart. I think I just got a lot of good friends, man. I, I'm I'm pretty hard on myself too sometimes. Well, I got you guys are doing really well. 
Thank you. Well, well, you're pretty hard on yourself too sometimes. All the time. Oh yeah, no, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think everybody is. I think yeah. there's. Not, I feel I, like I feel like I feel you in a way. Like I think that that's similar to me. I think like that's one thing that it's hard for you to. Oh. To give yourself some credit sometimes. Even I compliments. Think, right? I'm just learning how to accept yeah. compliments now. I've never, never taken compliments in my life, and it's not serving me. You know, it's we're such tough teachers on ourselves to the point where it actually works against you. So it's really important yeah. to to learn how to find that balance between self motivating and self uh, like destroying. For I don't know the right words for that. But, you know? <laughs> exactly. Like there's a very fine yeah. Line. <laughs> it's like you know? you're trying to motivate it, but it's really doing the opposite. <laughs> I like I said this story so many times in podcasts, but it's like imagine a teacher talking to you like that. Like you fucking suck. You're terrible. You're never gonna want to learn from that teacher. But we always talk to ourselves like that, thinking it's gonna work, you know? Yeah, it's it's really important to remind yourself of like how much you've accomplished. Yeah. And that's why I always try to as hard as it as hard as it was at the beginning of this whole thing now i make an effort to be like you know what like hats off to you like look at what you're going through and it's okay like to feel so i don't know if you've seen my post earlier uh when i wrote about like how i was feeling today like how i was uh, basically i wrote like that the past three days have been really emotional for me okay like, it's the first time that I actually, well, not the first time that I cried, but, like, the first time that I really, like, got uncontrollable, like, feeling of emotion that I couldn't contain kind of thing. Because my hair, you know. Yeah. Um, Which you're rocking, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's actually pretty fun to have no It's. Hair, I can't wait to shave my head again. How easy is it to, when you shower? It's just, like, a quick... It went from like two hours of getting ready to like five minutes. <laughs> it's pretty fucking awesome. I was like, you know what? My head's actually nicely shaped. Like it's not that bad. It could be a lot worse. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. like um, at the beginning, yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Like I haven't been outside yet with my head. Hmm. I haven't went outside yet. I don't know. I think that might be a little bit like I'm going to do it eventually, but I just I haven't gone there yet. But yeah, when um, I first oh, oh, yeah, it's cold it's, already. It's <laughs> cold here right now. <laughs> it's weird. It's like when it's hot, you feel it hot. It's yeah. weird. It's a very it's strange really, feeling. Really weird. Yeah, it's really nice, though. But like yeah, anyways, when I, like, yeah, everything, I feel like the breeze flying through like it's but it, it already and it grows so fast it's like almost you feel it growing <laughs> yeah it does yeah. yeah but anyways i was like a little emotional like this past four days i would say three days not because like i lost my hair like i already like knew that was gonna happen and hair is something that's like it's a small price to pay for your health. Like, hmm. really, would you rather be healthy or would you rather have hair? Of course, I would rather be healthy, you know? Yeah. And, like, of course, and, and my hair will, will grow back, you know? But it was just the fact that, like, that day, like, I shaved my head. And then 
I was like looking in the mirror and it was kind of like forced me to think about how far I've come like since the beginning in a way. It's like, wow, you know, like now it's like a physical reminder. Like I'm not sad that it's gone. It just forces me to feel like it forces me to feel something like big, you know? Mm. So I was like really emotional for these past like four days because of that. But now I'm okay. I let it all out and I feel, I feel better, you know? Nice. Mirrors are so powerful. It's weird that you, like I, I, I was going to mention something earlier. I don't remember the, the context, but like you, you just like you, the fact that you you see yourself and you see yourself differently, and it's like there's this. It's almost like you start empathizing towards yourself, mm-hmm. and and a lot that's comes it. crashing. It's in. exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I was like forced to come to terms with like what I had been through, and I had been like so strong so fast like I had to be so strong so fast and like I was just thinking about like the beginning of my 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 journey like before chemo like I had to go through uh like fertilize fertilize my eggs actually Hmm. so I had to go through the biopsy uh a bone marrow biopsy as well by the way they had to take some of my bones isn't that like extremely painful Oh, it's weird. It's really weird feeling. It's weird. It's like they numb you so you don't feel anything really, but you feel like the pressure. So it's like a little needle. They stick it and like they yank a piece out of your bone. Like it's really weird. It's it's actually it's actually not as painful as it sounds. Okay. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. It's just a lot of pressure. If you can imagine a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. But then after (sighs) it's okay like it doesn't feel much but what really 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 affected me honestly that I was thinking a lot about like these past couple of days and kind of like reminded me of like everything that I had been through and the hardest part so far I think was the the um fertilizing like what what is it called what do they call it again the egg fertile the freezing of my egg okay yeah yeah because I had to do that before I started treatment. Yeah. Because one of the side effects of chemotherapy could be like you cannot be like you cannot be able to have kids. So like there's a small chance okay. of of that happening because yeah. of the toxicity of the drugs and everything. I yeah. mean, it's not a very high chance. But it's there, so you take precaution. But it's there, and yeah, yeah. So uh, I I want I want that one day for myself eventually i don't know when but i definitely do so i took the chance to do that even though it was like very 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 hard Mm. yeah that was like very painful so i was thinking about that honestly and i was just like wow i can't believe like all that i have been through since this whole journey started especially like that part because that was the hardest part i think another another layer deep into like the reality of it right yeah, yeah, but now I have, but now I'm happy because now I have like a little ten. I have like ten little eggs waiting for me at the end if I need them, you know. But but it's just like a reflection of like how proud I am of myself for like getting through all of this. When I thought that I wouldn't be, I I thought that I would never get get through this. Wow. I never thought that I would, and here I am in it, you know. 
almost halfway through. So next week we'll be halfway. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Next Friday. Congrats. Jeez. Yeah, fucking milestone. Thank you. Fuck yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hell Hopefully yeah. by the end of my treatment I'll be able to have visitors again, but I doubt it. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I will yeah. throw you a fucking party. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like the first time we meet, but I, I get I get the feeling we get along. Yeah, That's definitely. Just... <laughs> for sure. Chanel. Well, also, everything happens for a reason and like yeah. for sure we'll have to all hang out. Hell yeah. Once this is all done. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, you'll come to our uh, Curious Chimps episode 100 pot, uh, party. We're gonna throw. We got we <laughs> we got some time to go, but it's coming. <laughs> Chanel, well, if you how many episodes do you have? This is gonna be 31. Okay. Yeah, so it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, coming. Uh, we freaked out last episode because like this felt like just yesterday we just started it, and now it's like holy fuck, there's 30 episodes online. It's just a weird feeling. <laughs> Was I a good guest? You're fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I, I love it, honestly. Uh, do you want to just plug in any of your your play, uh, YouTube or Instagram where people can follow your journey? Because I know you're starting to blog it and put out yeah. videos. So I'll give you the spotlight to put any plugs in. Wait, what do I do? Uh, if you what, have I like, say it? yeah, if like, what's your Instagram handle? C-O-C-O-C-H-A-N-E-L-L-L-L-L. Was that five L? Okay, I'll, I'll put I'll put it in the description too. <laughs> yeah, put it in put it in there and um, what my YouTube. I'm not sure exactly what. But they can get to it from your Instagram. Yeah, I'll put a link in the YouTube. description it's, too. It's a link in my bio. Okay. So if you want to see my journey and me talking about it like in depth. As it's happening, and, which is and new videos coming soon. Wow, nice. That I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take you guys like on a day of chemo with me. Like wow. I'm gonna bring it with me too. And wow. I'm gonna have the. I'm gonna have the nurse explain like in medical yeah. terms. Like I already have. I already asked her. I have like a really like cool nurse that's my age. Wow. And she said she wouldn't mind. So next time I go, she's gonna explain everything in depth. Like. The drugs, the, the whole process, you know? It's amazing. It's going to be like VR uh, chemotherapy. <laughs> 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 it's going to be crazy, yeah. Well, no, but it, I think you'll help a lot of people with that, you know, and people yeah, seeing you're going through it. and then To show people that are not, that it's not as scary as people really, really, like it's, scary, it's really, really scary, but like you can get through it. You can get you through know? it, yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just showing the monster, like we said before at the beginning. Just opening the opening the light, so to speak, and just making everything yeah. a little facing it di- facing it directly. Yeah, exactly. face yeah. the void, my friends. Facing it. Okay. Well, on that note, Chanel, this was awesome. Really, really enjoyed yeah. this conversation. Thank you guys for having me. It's my pleasure. So nice. I'm yeah. sure you're sick of hearing it, but like you're a fucking inspiration. Like this yeah. is really. Aww. No, honestly, look at my cheeks right now. I don't think I can smile anymore. I think my my cheeks are literally going to like fall off. Thank you, guys. Keep doing what you're doing, Chanel. That's all I got to say. Keep doing what you're doing. Of course. Thank you. Bye, Nathaniel. Bye, Sam. Yeah, take care. Bye. Pleasure. Take care. Pleasure.